We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG TV only on Twitch. Every Monday at 1 p.m. and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live and direct with guests. I have live looping, improvised music stuff and games prizes and more go to twitch.tv slash we speak english good and tune in also go to modedstudios.com m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com check out the latest and greatest from this fully embroidered patches and apparel online store actually the latest one is my favorite which is a maga hat with blm spray painted graffitied over it you gotta go check it out it's amazing i put it up on my facebook these hats are selling like hot cakes go check it out for yourself modedstudios.com now on with the show Fresh. Fresh. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today we have a special bonus episode. This is from Tuesday. So yes, this is a current, this is this isn't a release that hasn't been recorded like three months ago. So it, this is as of Tuesday of this last week, which was, uh, who, who even knows? But anyways, it's Melvin Riley, the one, the only, the legend himself. Melvin Riley did a media day, and I was, a, uh, I was very honored to be a part of it. And this is how it went. So <laughs> it's kind of a shit show, but in a good way. Like, it, it wasn't anybody's fault. Um, Melvin's pup dog had puppies in the middle of of the interview so we had to cut it short so um there's about three questions there's some other people involved so it's gonna start out with um someone else from another podcast who is going to be on our podcast this podcast uh his podcast his name is marland uh what's his name i I i'm just talking to him actually on um it's marlon ballard he's a comedian out of atlanta georgia i definitely suggest you guys go check him out he has the love laughing love or love to laugh podcast and um <clears throat> he talks to r&b singers and he's a comedian and um I'm, we're gonna get to know him but he is the first one who asks questions then it's me and then it's someone else and i i think her name is laura or something so we it's about a half hour chat and it's really interesting um our portion the portion that i got to talk to him about i felt went really well um so the result of this is now i haven't got any confirmation on this but we're supposed to get a one-on-one so um my portion of the interview is about seven minutes i think i'm just guessing um so <laughs> it's not very long of course this is a shorter uh, a podcast and uh, i was live streaming this at the same time so there was lots to manage and when this was happening so please do enjoy this bonus episode and uh I'll be releasing a video as well, a subsequent video to uh, to accompany this. So please do be on the lookout for that. 
But in the meantime, let's just jump over. I'm not going to do any ads or anything. We did that hot ad in the front. Um, oh, yeah. Let, let's do our regular. Let's go to RainaMystique.com. R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Go check it out. She's a streamer on Twitch. Uh, go check out uh, WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. You can find us on Twitch at Twitch.tv, WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. Uh, you can write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. Woo! It's going. It's going. Follow us. Like, subscribe, and uh, uh, and and uh, what is it? Like, subscribe, and review. View. so like us on facebook instagram twitter discord all the stuff uh, you can subscribe to us on apple itunes anywhere you get your podcast subscribe on youtube we have uh, music tutorials up there and of course the video versions of these podcasts and you can also uh, leave a review and leave a review on apple itunes anywhere you can leave a review it helps us to be found in the algorithms okay guys i'm keeping it short and sweet um, i'll do a little outro on the other side but that's it we're gonna get right into it here is our meet well here is my media day but i'm saying our because <laughs> We're all here together. <laughs> Here's our media day with uh, Melvin Riley of Ready for the World. All right, let's get into it. Marlon, you can start off first, Mike, second, Lauren, and then Kenneth, and we'll roll down as so. And right. the floor is yours. All right. Um, Mr. Melvin, my name is Marlon. I'm with the Love to Laugh podcast. Nice to meet you. Hey, pleasure to meet you as well. My man. All right. So, um, you know, back in the 80s, you guys had a lot of competition, you know, like with guys like the Forced MDs and everybody. Did, like, did you get along with, with those guys or did y'all, you know, coincide peacefully? Oh yeah, back in the day, man, it was about the music. wasn't a lot of big egos as far as you know some of the competitive nature that's going on right now. But Force MDs, Joe to see New Edition, we are all we're still cool to this day. So it was all about the love and the music, man. Got you. Okay. That's, yes. That's my that's my question. <laughs> Who's next? Just the one question. Oh, uh, 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 we we get to ask all the questions at once. Okay. Yes, yes, please. Okay. Well, I don't um, see a lot of people out here, so we good. We can okay. go. <laughs> I'm just being fair. That's all, I'm just being fair. Oh, yeah. Yes, um, what was, what is a, a crazy tour story that you, like, had, like, the craziest thing that happened to you on stage? Craziest thing I would have to say would be when we did Disney World. Uh, we were in Florida, and I was singing Slide Over. And there was a young lady that, we were on Frontierland performing, and Frontierland is you're like on a raft when you're performing live. And so the young lady, when I was singing Slide Over, actually dove in the water and slid on over to the stage with all the little electric currents and everything underneath the water. And so security actually went in, grabbed her out of the water, didn't allow us to even meet the young lady, which I thought oh. was kind of crazy. But on stage performance, that would have to be one of the one of the craziest. Uh, another was when I was performing and the lights were all out. It was dark and we had this big intro, <laughs> and this group of girls had it in their mind to bum rush me, 
before the lights came on. So by the time the lights came on, they they near tackled me to where I forgot the words uh, to the song. Oh, man. <laughs> it kind of threw me <laughs> off because I had this big intro and the lights went down and all of a sudden I got bum rushed and then the show started and I tried to calculate my brain to say, okay, let me go ahead and start. So that was another little crazy episode on stage. Oh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so, um, you know, everybody, you know, once you your people are hot and then like after a while like you kind of like start to fizzle out what did the record label want from y'all once y'all sales started to dip what did they want y'all to change or there was actually nothing that really changed music the music business is really about i put it like this take barry sanders and i give people this analogy a lot of times you can have one of the best running backs or athletes on a team but it takes a collective record company it takes a collective football organization to bring it all together. So we were still putting out the songs. We were still having the hits. The fans were there. Uh, the record company started to take a dip before we did. Uh, Gerald you. Busby, which is who signed us and who was the Barry Gordy of uh, MCA at the time, came to us and said he got a situation. He's going over to Motown. When he went to Motown, that's when you started to see a decline in Ready for the World's promotion and marketing. Uh, because our team was starting to leave. That was the big change with Ready for the World, Melvin Riley, the whole situation. So it's not so much what they wanted from us as it was that our team that surrounded our success started to actually leave. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, you know, with this day and age, um, a lot of the versus battles are going on. And me, personally, I believe that the only group that can really compared to you guys as men condition because y'all have the same format. Yeah, Stokely is the lead singer, and then the rest of the guys played. Then you had you and then you singing and then the rest of the guys played. Do you think you can uh, you know, take on somebody like Mid Condition for the versus I mean you are the trendsetter. Yeah, yeah. You are the yeah, Stokely and I have talked many a times about doing a duet. And uh I love Mid Condition. I love Stokely. I love all the guys. And uh I do what I do, you know, and I'm going to continue to write the songs. I thank God that I still have that voice and it's even stronger and better now. So I'm ready to take on any and everything. It's all about that marketing, that promotion. You can put a hit record out there, but if that if that promotion and marketing does not match you, exactly, then it's a weird effect. And you can have fans like, oh, that's my jam, but we're not hearing it on the radio. Well, yes. it takes a collective team that really makes that happen. So no, Mr. Riley is ready. And, you, you know, like it. I said, I've got a, a nine song uh, about to drop album. We, we, I know nowadays they don't call them albums, but yeah. um, I have my nine to ten songs right now that is going to blow a lot of people's minds. Yeah, we're, we're ready. We're ready. And, okay. and me as a, as a comedian, you know, I got to end in my question, you know, with a, with, a, with a question everybody wants to know. Do you miss the curl? Do you miss the uh, oh, no. <laughs> I do not miss the curl. <laughs> <laughs> I tell everybody. I tell everybody it was just good here. How about that? <laughs> hey, I swear, like just looking at the album covers, I'm like, man, like I wonder how many pillowcases you ruin. In your exactly, <laughs> a many. And you know, and that's a cool thing. It's Jamie Foxx went on, and uh, Jamie and I ended up doing a duet together. But Jamie Foxx really puts it in perspective when he said he went to the Ready for the World concert. And, oh yeah, and and he wanted to get the Melvin Riley Carol. So. 
You know what? It's good <laughs> to have an identity because you want to be more than just the music. You know, you want people to know who you are because who you are is what you sing, what you produce. So you go along with your music. So you can't separate the two. So the curl and the whole shabam. <laughs> hey, that's what it was. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much for answering my question, man. I'll yeah. pass it on to somebody else. All right. All right, Mike, you're up next. Hi, Mr. Riley. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, hey, my pleasure. Well, I, I have a couple questions, but I am curious um, on the whole, the Melvin Riley TV thing that, that is, that, that, that struck a chord with me. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about it? You know, the Melvin Riley TV is a launching pad for me to connect with fans like I've never connected before on a personal level. Uh, Renee Stone, which is my genius publicist that makes me work when I don't want to work. <laughs> um, That's a good publicist. <laughs> great, great publicist. And she pretty much is in that mindset of, you know, well, let's relate to the audience on your own terms. What Melvin Riley TV does is allow me to do concerts for my fans, however, whenever I want to do that uh, because of this COVID situation. It also allows me to relate to my fans and I call my fans, my family, my VIP family. And it allows me to express myself in a way in this new world when I want to do what I want to do, how I want to do it, rather than waiting on a major to say, okay, it's okay to do this, it's okay to do that. I can just go ahead and go live or go and put a video out because it's always about the music, it's about the artist. And in that Melvin Riley TV, you never have to ask after that because I'm gonna give it to you like that. And anything that the fans may want me to do, I can at least go on that Melvin Riley TV and do it and give it to them. That's awesome. So it's almost like a live streaming platform that you're starting? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. That's really cool. And, go ahead, please. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of artists right now, because of the COVID situation, are going to have to create a platform to relate because artists love to perform. Right. Um, that's where we get that fusion that like a, it's like blood to a vampire. When you perform live, you can be in the studio, you can blow your heart out, you can write your heart out, but it's nothing like that walk on stage, one-on-one -on -one relationship with the crowd. And you know, that, that Melvin Riley TV is going to allow me to somewhat have that kind of spirit. Yeah, definitely. Well, have you ever heard of the, the platform called Twitch? No, I have not. So it's it's basically a live streaming platform that's created just for live streaming. It started out as a gamer platform, but now musicians have actually taken, uh, well, not taken over, but a huge influx of musicians are actually on it now, and they're killing it. And, and it's just like you said, it's just, it's live performing, it's streaming, it's all that stuff. I think that you're very wise in taking this step because who knows, you, you know, I know you got a... a um, uh, a tour coming up, but with things shutting down, opening back up, shutting down, you know, it, 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 it frightens me to think that musicians are out there right now not doing something like this because yeah. uh, of the uncertainty of, of the future. Uh, I think it's very wise of you to sort of jump into this new technology and, and take advantage of it. I, I was curious, what, how did you handle the COVID uh, situation when it first struck on a personal level and then on a, uh, on a creative level? 
we were actually on the road when COVID really started to show its face. And uh, we were doing the, we were out in February and we were in Sandy, where were we are? Oh man, it was, I think San Diego. Oh, nice. A few other places we were. So we had just launched the new year. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> And that's and, that's uh, everyone's story this year, man. Everyone's story. Oh, we had big man. plans. I mean, we had, had big January. plans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had January. You had the promoters calling. Yeah. Stacking up dates. Yeah. Here comes Milwaukee. <laughs> here comes this day, this way. I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's get started. So we're rehearsing. Actually, we started rehearsing in, before January, December to January. Went out February 14th. Killed it. I uh, got some of it online. And then when I got out there, you know, everybody was a little already taken back by Kobe Bryant passing yeah, away. Yeah, that was tough. So the vibe had already gotten a little sad. I put it like that. Then we built our, our vibe up. We rehearsed. We got ready. Then some other crazy mess happened. Then we heard about a possible disease or virus. So I went and got an N95 mask at Home Depot. Oh, so you were on top of it. Oh, I, I got the photos, yeah. Before, <laughs> in February, I had the N95 yeah. mask, and I spread them out to everybody because... Oh, bless you, sir. <laughs> something sounded a little serious about it, so I was like, okay. Yeah. So I went ahead and got the N95 mask, and we flew with that mask. We Everybody had the mask on, so we pretty much did everything with that mask on. Because it sounded a little different. Yeah. Uh, so on a personal level, it didn't hit us personally until maybe March. Mm, yeah. March, when April, and there, I'm like, okay, this is a little more serious than what they're saying. Mm -hmm. uh, they reacted a little different. So yeah, I didn't really did. think it would impact us this long. Right. And then I said, oh, wow. Now we're not touring. Yeah. Now we're not going to be. I had a show coming up in Milwaukee. And they waited till the last week because they really wanted to do the show. Right. And they said, uh, and my agent called, and they were like, well, they haven't called a cast. I'm like, well, I'm ready. Right. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> the week before, <sighs> we got to reschedule. Yeah. And then it just started to be a trickle-down effect. Right. So personally, you know, not being able to perform constantly with your fans, to your fans, that is a problem because you really want to be out there. Um, but thank God, you know, I'm a songwriter. I wrote the majority of the Ready for the World catalog. So oh, okay. I'm not really uh, so much personally upset about the money aspect as I am about not being able to be out there doing what I do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So were you able to use this time in a creative way? Were you able to write and, 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 oh. and yeah? Yes, uh, myself and Renee. Renee has found so many different ways to keep me busy. <laughs> <laughs> Again, good publicist. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, because I can actually chill and wake up. You know, I've got other businesses that, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I love my music. Yeah. And uh, Renee has found so many ways to keep me busy during the COVID that I, 
COVID hadn't really made, I haven't yeah. been bored yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was the thing with a lot of musicians I've been talking to over these last six months is that they either are sitting there watching Netflix and getting fat or they're just they're just um, madly writing or, or painting or creating. Um, I had one more question before. I, I know I'm sort of going here, but I, I saw on your Instagram site that you, um, you posted something about uh, get out and vote. And so I'm just curious on your position on, on uh, how... How important is it to you, considering that you posted it on a public forum, how important is it to you to vote? And um, I don't know how far you want to go, but where, where are you standing in this, in this election season? You know, my mother always told me never to voice your opinion on what candidate mm -hmm. you're going to go with. And I was maybe even in junior high school. And she said, you know, everyone has their own individual preference yeah so you keep that whatever that is it is what it is but make sure that you vote yeah and i've been knowing about I, the fact that i had to vote probably as long as i knew i had to go to college yeah <laughs> and so uh you know we have to be a, a voice for ourselves and the future and voting is very powerful a lot of people have been deterred by you know, the rhetoric about it doesn't matter, you know, your vote doesn't count. Yeah. For those 80s and 90s, a lot of people started to hear that. So now as a platform, myself and other artists have to explain to people, listen, we have a platform. Please get out and vote. Do it for not only yourself, but do it for the future. Yeah. Because you have to create a nation that is going to be a democracy, which is America. And uh, you got to get out and vote, man. That means so much, man. It's not a cliche. It's not a just something to say just to make yourself politically correct. It makes a difference. You already see where we are, yeah. you know, spiritually. Um, a lot of people have political reasons why they do what they do, but we all know deep-seated where we are right now. Vote how you vote. But you know where we are right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I'll put it like that. You, you, you. you all know where we are right now. Yeah, for sure. All right, I, I'll let someone else take over here. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I got a question. I, I got a question for Melvin. One, one second, please. One second. We're going in order. Please hold. Hold on for me. Lauren is next, and then we're moving on down the list. All right. Go ahead, Lauren. All right. Okay. Um, so. For Dossier, we're a community of young creatives, and a large majority are teenagers who produce in their bedrooms. Okay. And um, within the last eight months, so during COVID, um, the community's grown to like 75,000 kids all across the world who produce for each other. And I was wondering, because you had an interview a while ago about perseverance and what it means to keep persevering. They see the buzz that happens for all of the young artists and they want the same thing, but there are a lot of older producers in there who tell them to slow down and enjoy it. What would you have to say if you're weighing in, if you're thinking about your career at 17 and how to navigate, and what advice would you give? If you are 17, which is pretty much when my career started, um, when I said perseverance, you really never know when it's gonna happen. Right. 
So you can't take a break on what it is that you believe in because you never know how when somebody someone may hear a track from you and like, okay, who is it? Let me put it in a movie and they can grow from there. So things don't always happen when you think they should. Things don't always happen and people don't always get what it is that you are doing. So the perseverance comes in where you have to go ahead and if you believe in what you're doing, you got to keep it going. Right. Even even if it seems like it's this, that, and the other, I always tell everybody, do you and let the world catch up. What that means is that what you may have come up with may not be in style right now, but you may bring it into style. So you cannot sit back and let everybody tell you who you are and what you do. You just have, if it fails, it fails. If it sucks, it sucks. If, if it's not what the world wants to hear, it is what it is. But you'll never know if you don't persevere. You'll never know if you don't do you. And, you know, it reminds me of uh, a prince, you know, when he started. And I remember seeing, I was always a George Clinton fan. And when Prince came out, he was doing some kind of abstract things. But he already knew who he was. Know who you are. Persevere. Now, if you don't know who you are, find out who you are. Then the world will follow if they like what you're doing. If they don't like it, okay, that's fine. But at least you did you. Right. And that would be my biggest advice to a 17, 18-year-old person that's doing music. Just keep working at it. Keep going. And don't stop until you get tired. Right. And so to kind of build off of that, of keeping that mindset and knowing who you are and knowing that this is what you want to do and also understanding that within the industry, Sometimes it does leave itself to chance and hearing no um, or hearing yes. And what would you say once you get to that point where you've seen like, oh, wow, a couple years ago or 10 years ago, I wanted to be at this specific point. I know who I am and I feel comfortable in my skin, but how do I keep growing? Does that make sense? How do you keep growing? Yeah. How do you keep discovering yourself and pushing yourself as an artist once you've made that milestone? You continue to learn mm-hmm. and you learn by working. What you're working at it. Let's, are, you a, are you a producer, songwriter? What, what? Am I? Yes, yeah, specifically. I'm just representing the community oh, okay. because a lot has gone on within the past eight months, but nobody's been documenting it. Um, so I've just been interviewing every creative who has been consistently oh, okay. working. Okay, um, so you're... Yeah, so, you're, so I mean, see a wide variety of things. Right, right. And so your main question is... Is once you get to the point where you're within the industry, you've heard a yes, someone's interested in you, and you're like, okay, my dream is made, where do I go from here? Like, how do you keep growing from that day one striving, grinding mode? You know what I mean? You're going to learn because you're going to keep on whatever it is that you're doing. If you're a writer, a songwriter, or a singer, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to learn from that. You're going to grow by your mistakes, by your triumphs, by the things that you win. You never stop learning, and that's the beauty of entertainment. You got LeBron James that won the championships before, but even this year, he had to learn something with a new team. Last year, they didn't even make it to the playoffs. This year, they're champions. What did he learn last year that got into a championship this year? We got to change personnel. So whatever it is that you have to, whatever you're doing, you're going to learn by your failures and your triumphs. But if you love it enough, you got to keep going at it because in that is how you grow. It's like seasons. You're going to have the winter, fall, spring, summer. 
you got to go ahead and let those seasons take hold. What has to stay constant is you and what you believe. Learn within what it is that you want to do. Continue to do what you're doing. You're going to learn regardless. <laughs> the hard way, the good way, the easy way. If you stay in anything long enough, you're going to learn. Right. And so with that being a process, if we're talking about the production side of music, um, one thing that has been addressed and kind of reiterated to all of us is that it's better to just kind of not keep your mouth shut, but learn from the people around you. And you may not know everything, and it's kind of a good mindset to go into. I don't know anything, and I'm ready to just be around a bunch of people who are willing to teach me everything. Um, and, like, that should be the uh, tone that you set just when you're in new positions or with you're in new environments. Do you think that that lends a hand in every aspect of music, of trying to learn as much as you can from the people around you? I think you should always remind, uh, you should always be in that circle of people that you can learn from. Mm -hmm. But don't be afraid to voice what you do know. Right. So always surround yourself with winners, people that have been there before. Don't surround, don't surround yourself with, when you get the idea of people that really don't want it, you start to go that direction. Be around the people that's going to stretch you, that's going to pressure you to be better. And only surround yourself with those that you believe in. Right. But you'll know clowns when you see them. And uh, you have to pretty much surround yourself with that type of person. Yeah. And then with other roles when creating music, because within the time that we've spent together, there's been um, EPs that have been made. And it's been a friendly competition with people in other communities where everyone has an allotted amount of time to make an EP and everyone collabs together from the very beginning to album artwork to videos, all of it. Um, do you think that there's any advice you would give in the collaboration process that you've taken away throughout the years of just working with others and um, what worked well for you? So you're saying what should you have taken away from collaborating oh wow if you collaborate with someone that has that game tight that's mm -hmm. really good at what they do and you admire you can be influenced by the things that they did so well but you know a lot of times we don't know what to ask we don't know the questions to ask so you kind of as you were asking about growing that's kind of way when you collaborate with other other people i always say if you and someone else are writing a song i want to hear your perspective on this song and your you come in with your perspective so the two of you come in and say this is what it sounds like to me then that other person comes and says this is what it sounds like to me well you listen to each other's perspective and you will take something from what they did possibly if you like it and vice versa so when it comes to collaborate collaborating yeah we can sit down me and my buddy can sit right now and come up with a song but after we do that i want to hear you take that same song and let me see where you are by yourself with it Okay. And the same thing, I want to take it and see where I come with it. And what did you do on it? Well, what did you do on it? To me, it's kind of collaboration goes that way. Let's work it together, but at the same time, I want to hear where it is for you. What's your perspective on that song? Collaboration, people are sometimes shy to say what they really feel because they don't want to offend the other person. That's why you take that song or whatever that is, work on it by yourself, you work on it by yourself, and then we collab. Yeah. That's and real collaboration. 
Hey, this is the music we business. Were, we were in Mississippi doing a show, and he was getting ready to walk on stage, and he turns to me and says, oh, my God. I said, what? He said, she's in labor. I'm like, who's in labor? I said, the dog? I was like, he couldn't He couldn't really focus to do the show because he was thinking about the dog, and I was Aww. like, Lord. Yeah. Well, well, that's really nice to know, though. That's a really nice sentiment to know about someone is that they're so concerned. They're more concerned about their their loving friend, you know, yeah. than than you know this commitment. Yeah, I love that. That that just shows they has a lot of love. Oh. So. I gotta oh go. my so, god. <laughs> I am so I am so sorry. Um, well, she just she just started dropping her puppies. And I, uh, if we can, I will be available later on. Let me get everything adjusted. Okay. Or I'll be up all night now. <laughs> so she just had this puppy, and I heard the dog barking, so I kind of figured that's what was going on. It's weird timing, but it happened. Oh, so. gosh. <laughs> it's all good. Can, can I see that puppy again, Mr. Riley? That's Rottweiler, right? Oh, yeah, just born. Oh, man. I have to go, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. So and, if, uh, if Renee so, can, I'll call her and we can go ahead and get back on here in a few minutes. Okay. That That's amazing. I love that, actually. I love that he had babies in the middle of this interview. So that, that was awesome. <laughs> That's what a first timing. <laughs> well, it was a it's a first right. for my podcast. I don't know about y'all, but that's a first for I've never had puppies on my podcast. I don't know about you guys. So at first, I thought it was a joke. I'm like, does he is that code for he has to use the bathroom? Yeah, I yeah. I got puppies. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I got man, puppies coming up. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm like, he is. I'm like, he is open. He's very open. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's really having puppies. Okay. Okay. He's really <laughs> I didn't know she was ready yet. I mean, she's early, so. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> Our time with Melvin Riley of uh, of Ready for the World. Of course, you can find his classics singles, Oh, Sheila and uh lay me down or love me down excuse me uh those are everywhere you can find it of course um i would play them on the show but i do not want to get any kind of tos so we are not going to play any oh sheila uh or or love me down even those even though those are beautiful classics of songs but i will be adding them to the playlist so please do go check out the we speak english good spotify playlist i put it together the other day i hope you guys are jamming it and we've gotten some good responses out of it so i hope you guys enjoy i'll be adding melvin and um ready for the world onto it so 
if you want to hear it, you can head on over to the Spotify playlist for the We Speak English Good podcast. It's the We Speak English Good guest play, uh, playlist. So go get yourself some. I'll link it in the show notes so y'all can just go click and play. Uh, okay, that's about everything, you guys. Be well. I will see you guys on Wednesday with Bentley Michaels. Bentley comes back. Bentley is a voiceover comedian and a and a comic. Tonight on WSEG TV, we have uh, uh, we have Dead Side Blues. So if you are so for today, if you're listening to this at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Friday, uh, October 23rd, uh, 2020. <laughs> I had to get very specific. We'll be streaming uh, on Twitch.tv slash we speak english good with our new friend dead side blues who has an amazing band called the hail music committee i i just love the, the their music is incredible and inspiring so uh that will be coming up shortly so uh yeah be prepared for that join us for the live stream i think you'll have a good time okay guys i will see you next time take care of yourself have a great weekend be good to your fellow human beings hjs for everybody Bye bye